When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmates' flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Write that, write that down, Fumi Saito. Hello from Burbank, California. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. It's another episode of Write That Down on the Fight Game Media Network. My name is Justin Nipper. I edit fightgamemedia.com. I write on wrestlingobserver.com. I work for Pro Wrestling Noah Cyber Fight Incorporated. I'm back. With Japan's leading pro wrestling author and historian, sociologist, and awesome person, Mr. Fumi Saito, but I'm also here, well, not technically, I was here with the one, the absolutely only, Mr. Sean Waltman, X-Pac, 123Kid, Lightning Kid, The Kid. He joined us for an awesome and very fun interview. And he actually lives not too close from where I'm at. Huh. Small world. We talked about UWA Japan with Sean. We talked about WWF, WCW kind of stuff. Of course. Monday Night Wars. Talking to Jim Ross on the phone. We talked about Top of the Super Juniors in New Japan that Sean Waltman had the experience to participate in. Yeah, we talked a lot about WWF memories, Great Muta, Hakushi, wrestling landscape now and into the future, and lots of other interesting, unique stories from both Mr. Waltman and Mr. Saito, who actually spent a lot of time together hanging out in the 90s, which you'll hear about. This is cool. How am I going to top this, people? I don't know. Actually, I kind of have an idea, and you'll find out in the next couple weeks. That's right. Stay tuned. If you've not already, you know what's coming. Please subscribe to the Fight Game Media Network podcast feed. It's on Spotify, and it's on Apple, and it's on Stitcher and Google Play, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment if you like, because it helps us out very much. All right? Enjoy. Fumi, Sean Walton. Sean Walton, like he's in the Walton family. Waltman, excuse me. Sean Waltman, Fumi Saito, and myself. Let's get right into it.
hello from Burbank. Welcome. Are you in Burbank? I'm in Burbank. That's right. You in LA? Eagle Rock. Oh, not too far. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, down in Burbank. With our, with uh, our our guest Sean Waltman and our co-host Mr. Fumi Saito from Tokyo. Tokyo. In the morning. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thanks, yeah, Sean, great. for coming on with us. This is awesome. Oh Welcome. yeah, this is great. It's weird. So good to see you, Sean. And you, Fumi. I, you know, um, this this technology makes it kind of like we're in the same room together, except we're not. So <laughs> I miss you, man. I miss you a lot. I miss you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you guys hooked up? When's the last time it's, you saw each other? Uh, when WrestleMania was in San Jose. Right, right. Okay. I think that was the last time, right, that was the Last time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um I yeah. I think I stayed in your hotel room. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you slept on the floor. Or one of us. <laughs> somebody no, maybe somebody my friend did. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good that uh, that, that was it. Shit. Because Scott Hall was in the other side of the hotel, but he came in, you know, and uh, yeah, 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 that was it. So it's and not what's... Shooter Jennings. Remember Shooter Jennings? The the picture with us was Shooter Jennings, the country rock. Yeah, Wayland's son. Wayland's son, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, your, your hotel room was really amazing because people, people kept, you know, knocking the door just to visit. You yeah. Know, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Then sit yeah. around for 20, 30 minutes and then say, okay, gotta go. Then another person say, hey, how you doing? We're, yeah. It's like, we've been entertained. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, I've been wanting to do this. And uh, you told me that you're doing a book this time or you're not, you can't publicize it yet? Well, I, I haven't told. Anybody? The general public that I've that I'm that I've started it, yeah. Because like I've started, like I've talked about starting it before, and there's been like almost starting, but then you know it didn't. Just things come up, and you know never got going on it. So now like okay. it's really going like, like fourteen or fifteen two or three hour sessions in now. You know. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So we're into it now. You know. Right, it's almost impossible to put it in one book, you know? And it's well, just for me to, like, and that's why I need somebody, you know, to help me write. Like, Fumi, I used to be able to actually write. Like, yeah, I, I mean, not, but um, just, like, for me these years later, man, it's hard to focus. I think it's like, you know, too many shots to the head. <laughs> and maybe some other things too, you know. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, it's like a, yeah. Yeah, like a memory is not as organized. So I'm yeah. bad at this, like, what year and what month and what order, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but the, it's what the content of the book. It's impossible to have it in one book. So let's do the one book first and yeah. see how you do it because it could be like was well, today's you know wrestling fan don't know but. The, like a vinyl, you know, side A and side B, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Record in you know, a side A, it's all hit songs, but the real important song actually in the side B, you know, like a cool song that you don't hear on the radio. That's right. By album. Yeah. So it's like, I always talk about side A and side B thing because people know about side A, but people don't know about side B, but those are important. Yeah. Like yeah, and there's yeah. so much of it. Like, because, you know, I've talked a lot in story, you know, like 
I've told a lot of the stories before, but so many like, you know, that I haven't, or I haven't gone into depth on or, you know, and a lot of crazy stuff, man, you know, like, you know. Yeah. So. Depends on which, I mean, a wrestling story or your childhood, you know, childhood dream to become professional wrestler. Yeah. You know, Florida, the Malenko school, that the moving to Minnesota, you wanted to see the snow. You had yep. uncle up there, and you had a whole new, different, you know, like a different sleeping on Marvin, sleeping on Marvin's couch, Marvin's good couch, yeah. <laughs> and you had a whole new, you know, different set of friends up north in Minnesota, yep. and the independent scene, and Eddie Shirky school wrestling, and. Their oh, friends. it was so great, Fumi. It was so great when I went to Minnesota. Like, yeah. the, maybe the guys aren't trained as well, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything else about it was great. Yeah, you know? yeah. And not everybody can be trained by Malenko, you know? So Malenko and Eddie Sharkey. Right. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, it's hard to go just because I had excellent training. Like, I shouldn't try – I shouldn't be looking down on – you know, they had they were doing the best they could. And you know, a lot of guys, even if they're not trained well, if they are really talented and really have what it takes, they're gonna make it anyways. Yeah. Maybe Which they don't have Minnesota that. guys, were they a little extra tough compared to some of the other guys you worked with? The, but, maybe the, the, guys that, or... the guys that got recruited to be yeah, the guys that were attracted to wrestling in Minnesota, man, yeah, it was a different breed of Different yeah. freedom, yeah. Like, a human the, the, being, the, the, the talent wasn't, you know, it's not what, not Tiger Mask, but the the, the toughness. Oh, no, there the... was some of that too. It's just yeah. that you know, um, there was there was being trained by like Brad Rangins, mm-hmm. and then there was being trained by Eddie Sharkey. It was two yeah. totally separate things, right. man. You know, yeah. but it, the guys were on the same shows with each other, so right, uh, right, Minnesota Independent. And yeah. also, it was, you know, years after you had Road Warriors there, yeah. Nikita Kolaf, the Ravishing Recruit, the, uh, Barry Durso, the, all these guys came out. Then and even the guys people- that came, even the guys that came after them, Fumi, you know, like the Scott Nortons and sure. the, the Wayne Blooms and Mike Enises. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, there was like, so, yeah, man. Um, yeah. And then, you know, obviously Brock Lesnar and Shelton Benjamin. So oh, I don't think I don't think yeah. Shelton was a Minnesota guy though. Like just Minnesota, University of Minnesota. University of Minnesota, right? Yeah. But, but the Master Saito's guys like a Tony Holm, the yeah. Don Don Fry, the, you know, they came to Minnesota and trained at the That's Brad's right. house. Yeah. That's and, right. Whereas Eddie's Eddie's students, Eddie's guys are like your local Minneapolis guy with day jobs, you know? Yeah. You have a regular job, but they wanted to be a wrestler, so they train at night or just become wrestler over, you know, on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I they mean, spent a lot of they spent a lot of time running back across the ring back and forth, hitting the ropes and doing bump drills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, I don't even know where to start because it's so good to talk to you. And uh, it was 1991 you came to Japan for the first time. Universal oh. Wrestling. Justin and I oh. talked about, you know, Japanese Lucha Libre group, Universal. And uh, we had a lot of people in, you know, like Asai, Ultimate Dragon without mask, Great Sasuke without mask. You had my Takamichi first show. Yeah. My first, my first debut was when 
uh, Asai was finishing up. Wow. Oh, Asai was finishing up. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was his last then show. That, and you go to Tenru's and That's go right. to AAA and be, become Ultimate yeah. Dragon. Yeah, because That's... when I was there, guess who was in the in the back in the dressing room with Asai was Great Kabuki. Ah, okay, recruiting. Uh, it didn't yeah. work the show though. Yeah, but no, uh, but he was there and I, like he was working with Tenru at the time, right? Yeah, at the time, right, right. Yeah. To get Asai. Ah, okay. Yeah, because the Universal Group was so interesting. You know, between '91 and '92. Well, you were like a 1920, right? Yeah. You had a seven tours or so in two, in two years. Almost periods. every month. Yeah, yeah, seven, eight tours in two year period. They let, they put you in a bed and breakfast. B and B hotel, yeah. <laughs> bed and breakfast is yep. bad, right? It was and, like the size of the closet at the Kio Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> they get you on the bus, and sometimes they drive bus all night. And uh, where are you gonna sleep? Like a sauna. Yep. You know, the Kinko the Kinko Land or the, Kinko, the uh Capsule Hotel. Kinko Land, yeah. yeah. Capsule Hotel too. Oh god. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Like, that was like yeah, because when they talk about Japanese wrestling company, they all first class, right? Yeah. It wasn't so with this company. Yeah. You know. For me, I'm like it was tough, but I'm so grateful I got to experience the Kinko Land and the <laughs> and, and the Capsule Hotel, man. Capsule Hotel. Seriously. Right. Yeah, 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 but all yeah. The, the people that came out in Universal, you know, that Japanese Lucha Libre company only what exists a three-year period. A lot of people came out, you know. Yeah, Hakushi Jinsei Shinzaki Leiro, yeah, Takamichinoku, the Dick Togo, the the Men's Tail, the yeah, oh Jado Gedo, of course, you know, the whole Kaiantai, right? All of Kaiantai, every single Kaiantai, yeah. So it was like, and so. Fumi, am I right when I say like like when I try to describe the universal pro wrestling to people like and where they fit in the you know Japanese history or hierarchy? Yeah, you know, uh, I always said they were a a company without much money. They but they had a lot. They had respect. Like yeah. they were respected, right? Like a lot of the guys that went there were big. Yeah, I mean, man, I got to be around all these big legendary lucha luchadors, man. Oh it was yeah, incredible. the Vigianos, the Scorpio, yeah. the the Brazos, the, the uh, Shig Shigino, yeah, those cars, El Shigino, the, the Tejano, yep. yeah, pretty much. Because I don't know, that was yeah, that was a Mexican oriented show. Yeah, for, for me and Sean, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm trying to think because back then I don't know if there was much regular Mexican wrestling on television at all. So it was, I feel like it was a big deal for those guys to come over to Japan and show up because it, it it wasn't as common as it is today. Yeah, not well, that. Also, also like around that time. The peso got devalued. It was it was ah. a huge deal. Like nineties, like ninety three or something. No, it was like it was before that. It was okay. like around the time I was, I was uh, going there. So it was those, you know, a lot of those guys. That was a lifesaver for them. Mm. Ah, they were paid by U.S. dollar in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. I made yeah. a thousand. Like, I, I eventually got a raise. I was making like twelve hundred. For the week, and but when I first came, it was one thousand, and you get a hundred dollar draw. Like in the beginning, 
hundred dollars, like thousand yen, right? You got to make it last the whole the whole week. Ten thousand yen, yeah, right. The only person <laughs> capable of doing that in Japan is Rip Rogers. Ah, uh, thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, He'll bring the boom well, on cube we and put were, it in the hot water. Well, <laughs> nice. We were, this, you know, relatively not so expensive, you know, 24 hour Denny's, or yeah. we had ramen noodles together. Ramen noodles and cream soda. <laughs> yeah, cream soda, the green cream it. soda with yes. scoop ice cream on top of it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. that was my favorite. Yeah. The reason that the universe was unique was that. They brought in real Mexican stars like welterweight and middleweights. See, not that Antonio Inoki's New Japan, Giant Papa's Old Japan. They had Mexican wrestlers, but they were like a male maskers, the doskers, the, uh, the canal. Yeah. The heavyweight Mexicans, like Finchman. But when you talk about six-man tag team situation, Mexican guys, you're going to bring in welterweights. You yeah. Know? And then you had El Dijo, you know, El Dijo del Santo, the, all these Blue lighter Demon guys. Junior. Yeah, so yeah, so that was a real experience for the first time, you know, because male yeah. masquerers really isn't. That's heavyweight giant in Mexico, right? Yeah, so we didn't yeah. know real Mexican six man tag team was, I mean, the, the spots you've never seen before. So, mm. yeah. Oh, I was just, I couldn't believe it when I first somebody showed me the tape of the Universal. I was like, oh my God, I was so excited to go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, yeah. I saw like you know um, uh, the the those cowboys like Tejano Silver King. Tejano and, and Silver King, yeah, yeah, man. And then I got I to think... be in matches with them, like first second tour over there. Yeah, teaming with Wagner Junior. and all that stuff. It was yeah, terrible yeah. for me. Um, those two and Shigeno and Negro Navarro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. And, all three Brussels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vigiano three didn't come, but they had the one and four and five. Vigiano. That's right. Yeah, and, then, yeah. Uh, and they were doing the, the exact Mexican style. The Japanese fan didn't know about, you know. Mm. So it was good, and also it was, you, you. It was pretty, more hard hitting, though. Like I think they turn the notch up when they come to Japan. Like as far oh, as like they? they lay it in more, you know. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. I okay. think so. Okay. Then you, you and Jerry Lynn came in together as Americans, you know. Yeah. Light heavyweight Americans. <laughs> yeah. So it was and good. Remember Ricky Rice came one time? Yeah. Yeah. Ricky Rice. Yeah. So Ricky, Ricky were, Rocket. They called him Ricky, Ricky Rocket. Rocket, yeah. right. Cause for, the, was, for the Trios they, tournament. Ah, uh, Trios tournament. So there was a Mexican connection and Minnesota connection in that, you know, in uh-huh. Universal. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Then, then after this 91, 92, you had seven, eight tours in Universal. New Japan brought you in, 93, for junior heavyweight. That's right. New Japan, yeah. yeah. Benoit, that was Young Mata. Benoit and Eddie, right. I think it was a combination. Like, uh, I remember one time, like one of my last tours for Universal, we were in, um, in Corkin Hall, and I look into the crowd, and... Uh, Liger sitting in the crowd and I waved to me and you know yeah, I we say want that know, guy. we want that guy yeah I don't know but like after that you remember when uh, Hellraisers you remember when they put the sure. Hellraisers together and they had the show yeah. in, at, the, at the bar in, in Minnesota yeah of course yeah, yeah. 
the night well, I, night you turned heel though um no it was it was a night so i get to i got to to make the matches so i ah. put i put me and jerry against brad and, and masa Right, right. Uh, okay, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and so afterwards, Masa brought me to, you know, called Brad and said, you know, I want to bring me the, you know, for the junior tournament. Right, right. And you didn't even think New Japan was was a wasn't even an option. Then right after I New hoped. Japan, yeah, I hoped. But then again, right after New Japan One Tour, it wasn't even an option. But you went WWE, you know, WWF TV taping. You got the job. I was already had the job by the time I I went oh. to Japan. By the yeah. time I went by the time I went to New Japan for the for the tournament for the Super Junior tournament. Super junior heavyweight. I already had the one two three. You, the... Matt, you know, I already beat Ray Dillon oh, okay. in the Manhattan Center. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to YouTube.com/presale to get fifty dollars off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends nine nineteen. No refunds. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to sixty percent off select hotels in Costa Rica or five star hotels for two star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, you you honored the one tour with New Japan then. Yes, it was yeah, it was very yeah. important that I did that because who knows what would happen in WWF, you know? Uh, at the time, yeah, it was like a beginning of Monday yeah. Night Raw era. Yeah, you know, yeah, very much so. And very much for so. me, my 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 aspiration was New Japan, like because I just didn't think WWE was interested in somebody like me, you know? So at the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I ended up not getting. I ended up not getting hired when I had my WCW tryout because they switched the the bosses like right after I had my tryout. Yeah, so, yeah. But it was good that the, you would go to w, WWF over WCW at the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Of course, of for course. Sure. It was not like a, two years or so before Monday Night War, but WWE already started Monday Night. Raw at the Manhattan Center is like more. Yeah. That's like a Monday night becomes the rest in wrestling night. Did you see the third? Yeah. We just had the thirtieth anniversary of Raw. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Last week. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I remember years. it was just like it felt like it doesn't seem like it's been five years since the Raw twenty five show we did. It, it, right, man. right. It didn't seem like thirty years, right? Maybe. <sighs> 10, 20, but 30 years sounds it's, like a lot of time. I'm just blown away by how fast like life has gone. Like, like yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't really feel like a different. Like, I don't feel like an old. Mm. I don't feel like a 50 year old. Like, well, like, I guess I do actually. I don't but know. Mentality I don't know doesn't change. To feel like. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, you had a long career. 
from teenage into yeah. 20s, into early 20s, already in WWE, you know, the WWF. Yeah. Then there was, you know, one to three kid era, and the world tour that, uh, you know, during what, the 93 and 94, yeah. you spent a lot of time, WWE did, you know, overseas tour, so many of them at the time. Yeah. Like one third of the year you were in Europe. We were always overseas. Yeah. It was like sometimes, sometimes we would just come, come back to the States just to shoot TV and then go back overseas again. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, yeah. that was strange. And, uh, mm. you know, when you were actually not the wrestling character click, but there was a click wolfpack yeah. forming yeah. in yeah. your hotel room, you know, yeah, that's right. I mean, as yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 They only became wrestling character, but it was friends you hang out with. Scott and Kevin. Yeah. And oh, that was just we were Wolfpack. Yeah. When we yeah, were when, yeah. when we were separated from Sean and uh and Paul, yeah. So yeah, but so I mean Boomy yeah. used to see me a lot back then. Like I, <laughs> right? I mean, way yeah. more than we see each other now, that's for sure. No, no, yeah, I mean last 20 years like this, but the, in 90s I used to come over to Minneapolis every Christmas and we spent yeah. Christmas together for about 10 yeah. period. Long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. book about that, isn't there? I mean, there's, yeah, a, there's, a, there's a chapter yeah. or something. Greetings. Yeah, seasons yeah. greetings. Yeah, that's right. Seasons greetings. And yeah. Jesse was just just a baby, you know. I've seen and that at the bookstore. Then, yeah, and then your grandpa. I'm a grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but it was oh, interesting man. that how I learned how you know Kevin becoming Diesel. And Diesel becoming real superstar by yeah. holding the title, you know. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, he wasn't the best wrestler, you know. But uh, make Diesel a champion, and he growing his hair long. As his hair grew longer, and he becoming a real star in front of the camera, it was all real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so and he was, I, I, he was, he always the stuff he did looked good. And he always carried his end of a really good match whenever he was in there, man. Mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, so, I mean, yeah, he was a well, technically, you, he was no Bret Hart, right? So, and oh, I guess. No, no, not that, but. The, I don't know and, anyone wants to see, like, the Big Daddy Cool do the, the head dog switch and do the hammerlock. <laughs> drop tall, you know, the single yeah, leg. Yeah, but what he did was original. Sit the yeah. guy in the corner and do the elbow, do the elbow, and like, boot him. Sit a lot the of elbow. people copy that. Yeah, yeah, because it was original. Yeah. Remember how you, you know, you and Kevin and Sean probably, Scott Hall all going to the building real early and work out? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I just always spend time talking about everything, you know, talking about how to make it better and how to make the style better, and like trial and error, going out there every night and and you know listening to what what works and what doesn't, you know, and with you the reaction, it? you know, yeah, yeah, and, and you actually working in front of like a live audience of over ten thousand right. people night after night. I mean, so not always 10,000 people. A, Business was kind of rough but, back then, but. Yeah, but thousands and thousands. Thousands, people. yeah. And on TV. Yeah. yeah. And being, you know, being talked to at the airport that, that they forced you to be 24-7 character. Mm -hmm. That's WWE life, right? So yeah, sure. Kevin is. becoming Diesel, really becoming Diesel, that the 
you know and i yeah. really I, I was happy to witness this these people becoming like a real superstar remember triple h second year rookie joining a yeah. group you know and yeah. uh, that's how well now triple h the biggest thing you know but uh I was lucky enough to you know witness how you guys you know just developed the whole kid thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like looking back on it, it was like I just we weren't really well. I can't speak for anyone else but myself, but I wasn't really like thinking about how like you know like cool all this shit was we were doing, but like <laughs> we just have a good oh, time look, trying to get by, look, man. Yeah, looking back, it's you know. Yeah. 25 27 years later now but yeah. we've you're really focused you know night after night how to be you know the school guy you know that the sky becoming more and more razor ramon for real you know what i'm saying for real yeah I, yeah for real yeah. yes sean michael's becoming you know heartbreak kid for real <laughs> and yeah and also these you know group of friends we're working on top, I mean, programmed in, in the main event. That helped, you know, just. Yeah. And now that the click story is so famous, but it was like how real it was, people don't realize. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a wrestling tale. It Not was, at all. It never no. was. I mean, it never was an on-screen thing. And it's like, no, you know. No, just hanging out, you know, it's just. Yeah meet up at the airport every weekend and let's start the horn you know just the whole yeah. four, four five days thing you're living like family right yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes like almost every like very rarely did we have our own hotel rooms it was always two or three people in one room you know yeah yeah, yeah. and that the rest wwe rest are so popular that you don't even go downstairs and lobby to eat you know you just have to have almost have to have room service then yeah you, yeah you ended up getting all the shrimp cocktails and everything <laughs> emptying <laughs> up all the refrigerator at the hotel room circumstantial yeah. you know just this and that and food delivered to your room and what you do you are going over what you want to do in the ring yeah. you know, this is the idea i got this is my idea this is my idea it's going over thing and becomes well, you were there you know, for some of that yeah some of that yeah yeah you got yeah. to see it it's pretty yeah, cool of right course. Yeah, that yeah. Was cool. yeah and also like one wrestlemania or SummerSlam, i brought hakushi into your hotel room too while you guys yeah. are doing it yeah 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 see uh, I was the I was the guy first guy to work with him when we went to Japan for that tour right, in '94, yeah, right? Yeah, last week, you know, Hakushi, you know, my revival Hakushi had a uh, that the it's called Great Muta's Bye Bye Final Match. I saw the opponent that. was yeah Hakushi. I mean, exact Hakushi. Twenty seven years later, and he, he was that the MVP because Muta and Hakushi had this program thing. They ended the finish. 25 years later from oh, the, wow. yeah from like a 1996 Tokyo Dome match now uh -huh. he's finishing he has a rest the longer you watch the more you get out of this thing you know yeah this is wrestling yeah so uh wow. yeah for today today's fans probably didn't know Hakushi all that much huh but he's the exact same Hakushi now that the, it's good to have a new new wrestling audience from 2000 on but uh if you knew Hakushi from 90s, you understand a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? 
I loved the original, the Shinzaki character. GDC, when, right. when, they, when I wrestled him in Japan, yeah. and they had the they had the chanting, oh, yeah, the whole oh. yeah, that was so <laughs> cool. Yeah, pilgrim thing. It's real. Yeah, you know, the, as a character, well, wrestling character, but he's from Tokushima, and it's yeah. like so much real background he had. Yeah, yeah. so that was the thing. And I just, you know, that the, this 30-year anniversary, you know, the, the Monday Night XXX thing, you know, the DX, it was way too short, but it was it was really interesting because it is not, well, that was the, the DX is great, but you bring in today's character, Imperium. Yeah. You know, yeah, to get these guys over instead of you put yourself over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because, you know, legend make mistakes sometimes, you know. (laughs) Nostalgia is great, you know, for older fans and memories and all these things. But to have your Gunter in there, he is a star now. That's right. Yeah. And we go home. And we go home the next day, and those guys got to still be there to try to draw money and make people tune in and watch on television. And, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, good. yeah, of course. And I was Car- never, a, I was never a fan of that stuff when we would just show up and you know get the obligatory, you, you know, do. hit our finish on the guys and you know, happy moment for a little bit for the people that tuned in to see us. But there's just, I mean, it's people can just be happy to see us without us doing that, you know? Right, right, and also it is right to put Gunter over. So, I don't want to fight him. Right. I don't want to fight him. I mean, he's yeah. a tough guy. Today's a tough guy. And let's yeah. have a match. And no, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting, right? Then yeah, it's like in... we're all, we all legitimately don't need to be in that ring, like, not anymore. beat up anymore, man. We're all pretty beat up, you know? Like, <laughs> none of yeah. us, yeah. But it, it, it's complimenting. Yeah. Each other, you know? That's good. But yes, the, you're and not it was gonna fun. Have, it was, it was yeah, fun. It was not gonna funny. have an actual match. You're not gonna have yeah. an actual match there. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. I mean, so well done. You had a good time putting together, right? It was hilarious, man. Like, was it? it was, yes, it was. If, if there was like outtakes or just like behind the scenes footage of the putting together part, maybe even more entertaining than the actual, <laughs> than the actual what happened in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That many stars in the ring at the same time. You had to use Kurt Angle's, you know, comic, you know. He made like, the whole know. segment, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. I always wanted to be DX, right? And yeah. just the deadpan, like, comedic timing the guy has, and like, and just his credibility as a real, like, legitimate, you know, uh gold medal of course yeah i mean it just adds to the to his you know to his comedy it just makes his comedy that much better it's because yeah, this guy yeah. don't need to be doing that mm-hmm. but like you know he's also yeah, the guy that makes you a, laugh yeah. he had a rig you know his card angle outfit then take it off he got a dx t-shirt then yeah. take it off he already had the ref, you know, referee jersey he's like that yeah. was really good yeah and then also that you don't want to be in the ring that long because the, the Street Profit, Seth freaking Rollins going to have three, you know, tag yeah. team match. Yeah, so it was like a segment was perfect. Like all, the fun, all the funniest stuff yeah. 
from my my the stuff I thought was the funniest stuff. I saw like I saw Paul come up with that stuff as we were putting that together. Man, he's brilliant at that, man. Just really, really huh. brilliant guy. I'm not just saying that, like, because I'm obviously biased, but <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed because I haven't been around him like as much in the, you know. So, just to watch how he's developed and grown into what he is now, it's it's incredibly impressive. Yeah, but you told me twenty back in '95, maybe, which is what 28 years ago. This guy's are you know this guy is going to be a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there was never yeah. any doubt. Talking about, talking about uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, he was still, yeah. But yeah. Uh, this guy is going to be a big deal. So I looked at him and said, okay, I understood. Yeah. 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 He was in the clicking room. I mean, the, as a youngest guy. I mean, age, not youngest, but uh, as a career-wise, he was in second year pro, you know. And uh, you just, just saw it, right? Yeah, this, just like you did with The Rock. I mean, obviously not in the same level, but like it was the same type of thing. It was like you, it was a him. sure bet. It was a sure bet. If you wanted to put money on somebody, you know, reaching that level, like it was a sure bet. So, yeah, yeah. So, barring I a bet, barring injury or some shit like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I clearly remember and I started following him in his career right yeah. then. Yeah, at the time. It was a really good time. Then this Monday Night Raw thing happened, Monday Night War thing happened, and one by one, you know, the, the Alundra Blaze, the Scott Hall, the Kevin Nash, the... Lex Luger first. Look, Lex Luger first. Right, yeah. the very first, very first episode. Yeah. And then uh, you stayed, you got half the, half the WWE went there almost, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you were the first one to return. You know, after '97 into '98, then right. That's right. right. Yeah, I had pretty good timing in my career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the reason I remember was that uh, Christmas of '97, I went to your Minneapolis house, and again we spent the entire afternoon. You're down in the basement looking yeah. through things and the video and things, and yeah, Kevin and Scott kept calling. It's like a like a are you going to be back in WCW? So you're already talking to Jim Ross at the time. And yeah. Oh, you were there when I was doing that. Yeah. 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 That's right. So, so That's right. Also, you were. Yeah. Because they obviously, you know, Kev and Scott obviously wanted you to be back with WCW. I'll talk to Bishop about it. But like, yep. no, I'm already fired. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even look. I, I mean, I really knew exactly what I was going to do as soon as I got that letter. Yeah, like I was, yeah. I was mad about the getting fired part because like yeah. it was like, you know, but I, it was like get out of jail. It felt like you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, not to yeah. say like, not to say it was like all like because WCW was great for me. It just became, it became difficult in the the last several months I was there. Yeah, mm. like yeah, because Scott was having problems. Play. Scott was having problems uh, that were uh, making Eric uh, have. So okay, let me rephrase it. Scott was having problems. So Eric had me on the road with Scott, even when I wasn't booked on the road. So on my days that I should have been home with my family, 
quite a few of those days, I was on the road with Scott, even though I wasn't wrestling. And that was like, I wasn't getting paid extra because I was on a guarantee, a flat guarantee. So, you know, it was tough. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to raise. Hmm. I wanted to raise. And so. Um, yeah, they uh, kind of like, uh, they th- thought, you know, you're Scott Hall and, you know, Nash is some sidekick so they can fire mm-hmm. you or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, you uh, know, um, I will say this, like Eric talks about, um, you know, I had never signed a contract and I was wanting more money. He's correct about that. Like, I actually never signed my my hard contract. I only signed a deal memo. Yeah, and for the whole yeah. time, man, like, um, yeah. And so Eric, like, he's right about that. But, like, I still, I still don't believe it when he says, like, it had nothing to do with being mad at Kevin and Scott. I, I have a hard time with that, but like I do give Eric the, uh, I concede the point like that he makes when he says like, "Hey, Waltman didn't sign this contract," and like, he's got points on that. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, over the, yeah, over the Christmas you're already at home, you know. And, well, it's yeah. okay because you know you somewhat sidelined too, you know. So it's like, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, stay home and heal, you know, yeah. and. Uh, you wouldn't debut WWE until the day after WrestleMania anyhow in the following year. So And even then I wasn't cleared to wrestle yet, right? I still yeah, had some right, I was right. still doing therapy and stuff. Yeah. So it was very interesting that you the only went back to w, you know the WWE. And uh you're talking to Jim Ross on the phone too, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Then they they, did, they, they didn't did, want to pay me the money though, like because uh, they knew I didn't want to go back. Same, right? Yeah, right. But they and, need to be paid the same position as other guys were making at the that's time. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I said. And I knew I had I had information. I knew what other guys were getting paid. <laughs> and yeah, so, like, yeah. I was, yeah, like, they weren't happy about me throwing the num like, the information in their face, you know? Yeah, who are you, yeah, who are you talking to, right? Yeah. <laughs> you mean from the yeah, WWF like, side or much, WCW I knew side? How no, much, no, the, the guys in WWF. Yeah. I see, I see. yeah, guys that came in there that I was on the same level at least or, or more. Um, yeah, because uh, while you were in WCW, that the Billy that the Billy Gunn and Road Dogs thing, you know, got real, you know, hot. You yeah. So yeah, but Mark, that, but Mark, I knew what Mark Miro and Jeff Jarrett's downside guarantees was, and I wanted mine to be at least that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like because you were in that you know group. Yeah, you know, was it coming in with NWO? Yeah. Like I had the mo- NWO momentum, you know. I was yeah. using that momentum to come in and help DX. Yeah, yeah, but they. Like, didn't let's come be up. honest. Let's be honest. One, two, three kids joining DX wasn't going to be as big a deal as six from NWO. Wasn't, right. yeah, it wasn't gonna be six, so it took you, you know, took you guys a while to come up with X Pac. I already knew as soon as I was, which it just it took like like the next set of TVs yeah. when we actually talked about it. Yeah, I already had in my head, I already knew what I wanted to be called. Oh, X Pac, okay, yeah, very good, very good. And then I didn't sign the contract there for, for like probably six months fighting over the name. I wanted to own the name, you know. Because it was, oh, really? I came up with it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Because it was the timing was important to to be on you know, on TV the day before. I mean, day after WrestleMania. Yeah. Because 
Triple H, Shawn Michaels leaving, that Triple H taking over the group. That I called my friend, introducing you into the ramp. So, it's a thing now, right? It's tradition. Like day after WrestleMania, Raw is a um, like a yeah, season. Somebody's going to show up, right? Yeah, season premiere. Like you're watching yeah. the drama every year, season ten, season eleven. You know, yeah. so yeah, it's very good. So you still follow. Um, WWE Raw and SmackDown both. I don't watch the whole show. All right, I follow Skip what's it. going. I yeah. follow what's going on, and then if there's a like something that has a buzz, I watch it. You know, like hey, yeah. this is good. This was a great segment. I'll watch it. Right. Yeah, because I don't have the appetite yeah. for it anymore. Not as I mean, like a, every five week, hours, two sets. Yeah, yeah. two sets. Yeah. Of, right. Or do you watch like a, then some people watch AEW, Dynamite, and Rampage, and this and that, you know? Or I Impact. watch bits and pieces of that too, you yeah. know? And yeah. now that the New Japan and English, you know, commentary thing, and yeah, all these things, yeah, it's it's, it's impossible to watch everything. It's I wish really I wish New Japan was. I don't know. Did it go back on Access TV? Because yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, good because. It was great when it was on Access TV. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm, mm. Yeah, they, they I enjoyed do. it with Mar. I enjoyed it with Morrow and Josh Barnett doing commentary, and, and Jim, Jim, and and Josh also. Right. Yeah. See, I, I didn't realize that the things we just talk talked about is the, the Monday Night War and the WWF to WCW, WCW back to WWE, and uh, debuting day after WrestleMania. Every single one of those episodes, it was before. Like internet streaming, let alone social media. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let yep. alone YouTube. You know that the YouTube doesn't happen until 2005, six. You know, and is that when that, it came out? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and it, well, social media was around, but the, not every day too, or for every everybody until like 2005. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now that it's it's so part of your everyday life, it's like so normal if you're 18 years old, you grew up with it, right? But uh, never been without it. Never been without it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we used to, you know, like, we had to look for VHS tape. You hear about a wrestler, do you have a tape? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and look, yeah, look, promo tape. Yeah. yeah. And now that you hear a name, you got to keep they, it three minutes. Is that I was it? always told you got to keep it three minutes. Uh, promo thing? Yeah, to send for audition tape, like yeah. to get promoter to book you. Oh, really? Like that, if it's too long, they're going to watch you, kid. It was like, then it was clearly different in Japan. So many, you know, American, you know, wrestlers at the send VHS tape into Masa Saito's desk, right? Uh-huh. Everybody sent those three-minute clips and stuff, you know, and then Masa went yeah. like, Masa was like, I don't want to hear the... the, the promo and bunch of high spot he wanted to see the entire match and judge this guy you know what I'm wow saying? really yeah the wow. entire match because you want to see the beginning of the match how he does things during the match and how he takes it home okay yeah no fancy tapes just want to watch the entire match one camera or your home video doesn't matter entire match has to be in there he was so mad he was not a japanese way to look at it right Mm. Man, yeah, because yeah, yeah, there is no such thing as promo in Japan. 
you know. Well, when when I was anyway. watching on when I was watching on New Japan on Access, I was going to talk. That's what I was going to mention to you was how well how well I liked their. They were having promos on there, like you know uh, Shunsuke and different people, like, and they would have the subtitles, and I loved it, man. Like I loved to watch the Japanese promos with the yeah. American with the English subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like promo promo, like a storyline promo. They talk about the match that you, that you just wrestled. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That that's pretty good though. Like really, like athletes. And like rivalries, yeah. feud instead yeah. of storyline, storylines. It was so Japanese... refreshing to see. It was so refreshing to see the presentation like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Japanese wrestling should stay that way instead yep. of, you know, Uncle Howdy or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for for instance, for example, yeah. Yeah. for instance, yes, yeah, for instance, yeah. So yeah. it's like it's just. It was interesting. You had Japanese, I mean, or, or Malenko school, of course, and wanted to see the snow and went to Minneapolis. Obviously, that was after AWA era. So Minneapolis meant bunch of indies, bunch yep. of indies, you know. Yeah. Then went to Universal, that the not established Baba's, you know, Old Japan or Inoki's New Japan, but it's a Universal. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it came right at the right time. I just got in my, my, GWF contract canceled. Ah, they told me they was, couldn't. Right. They told me and they also, couldn't afford to pay me anymore. And also, they and, went out of business, right? Uh, no, not for a while. Not for like. A, I mean, they did eventually, but uh, yeah. it was a couple years later. They were just using guys that could drive drive to the shows. Right. They couldn't like fly me in. You know? Right, right, right. And, but and, it was uh, like way. I mean, that was like a syndication TV type type of thing, right? Yeah. It was over a hundred markets syndicated, and it was on ESPN five days a week. Yeah, I used to watch Dick, it after school. Yeah, decades so many people, streaming. Man. Yeah, so it's different now that the, uh, television itself, television altogether, could be yesterday's news. Right, everything will be on the screen, streaming. Yep. I mean, yeah. like net Netflix. That we have. I'm Amazon. already used to it like that. I don't even. Yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't. I could actually watch cable in forever. Or traditional television. No, yeah. I mean, I still yeah. watch the network shows, but it's all through streaming. Mm. Right, right. So wrestling would be such too. You know what I'm saying? From this point on forward, and all the papers. Pay-per-view too. The streaming pay-per-view. You what? Even in Japan, you're paying four thousand yen, forty dollars for the show. Yeah. Streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. So the landscape will change uh, drastically, like this year too. Yeah. So. I remember. I remember it was a long. It, it was quite a. How is it? How's the cable universe in Japan now? Um. The 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 housing situation and yeah. how. Houses in the apartment and building are so built up so close to each other, the actual physical cable wouldn't go in. So, so how do they do it now? Satellite is satellite in the internet, internet. Yeah. Wi Fi all over country, right? Yeah, that's a lot easier to actually watch the moving image. Yeah, because I remember like, uh, Samurai was it Samurai TV? Yeah, Samurai TV still exists. Yeah, well, it was sat- on like. Sat- Satellite channel, satellite. yeah, or yeah. like 
they're like JTV or something like that. The, like JCTV, Japan Cable Television. Yeah, right? JCTV. Yeah, but like no that. one had it, right? Like no one had it. Maybe a yeah. hundred thousand people had it in the whole country all, or something. All together, right? Yeah. Then there was a Sky Perfect TV, the satellite dish. That was yeah. big. The satellite dish still exists, and I still use it. But more and more, your device will be your TV, like you know, streaming. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, I think yeah. in Japan. It, in general, especially if you're in Tokyo, it might just be easier for people to go see the show live instead of paying for a pay-per-view or Yo, live wrestling should, should should exist, of course. I, I think yeah. just live events in general, it's just it's always been more money in Japan just because of how everything's set up. And not everyone has satellite. I mean it, Yeah, you know, but the, now that the, you can watch wrestling with this thing. Right. That's more popular now, like Abema and all the digital yeah. channels. It's different. It's a different landscape. And, yeah, like I said, then also this Abema TV, the streaming service, the Wrestle Universe, all these things, they are offering their iPay per views. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah, different economy almost. Yeah. Like different, you get the service and then you pay extra for the pay per view. Yeah, like if you want to watch Great Muta retirement match, I mean live, you'd be paying that on screen. Then if you wait a week or two, you can watch that on regular streaming too. Hey, do like people ESPN go to does. the show and, and still watch it under streaming while they're at the show live? That too, probably. Yeah. Sure but, uh, I want to be at Tokyo Dome, of course, live, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, other than that, it's uh, easy. To, I mean, you are actually, everybody's carrying the device, whether it's your smartphone or your iPod or like my regular laptop. It's like yeah. you're carrying your own television now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it has changed. Yeah. 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 That's incredible, rest, man. Rest, wrestling will be in there, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. Of course. Because we come from traditional television to VHS era to traditional pay per view era to now streaming. And it's just the fact that like anything time. you want to see now. Tell me anything you want to see, you can see it now. Oh my God. Like I was just happy to get a, a, a tape from tape traders that had some matches dubbed together on there. And even if the quality was snow, like, you know, the bad quality from like fourth, fifth generation or dubbed and dubbed more. And the tracking, yeah, man. the tracking button. I didn't care. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's the only choice you had back then. That's it. If you wanted to watch wrestling from Japan. Even if it was even if it was bad wrestling, I wanted to see it. Because <laughs> it was yeah. unique. It was good. like nothing that you'd see here. Yeah, like yeah. you said, it's kind of it's almost too easy to find everything now. You know, it's not as I know. I mean, it's just that, I, I think people take it for granted. Yeah. I yeah. think that's all. But I mean, I. But I think I, it's I, I think it should be that way. I just think people yeah, should course, appreciate. Of course, it more. not going to go back. Not going to go back. But it's that the, today's audience have such a short um, ex- attention span. You know, short attention yeah. span. What's on YouTube is about five minutes, right? They think it's long. But if you want to watch good wrestling, it's usually over 20 minutes or so. I mean, good wrestling match. And if you want to watch a wrestling match, you have to start from the match to... You have to have start from the match to the finish. People in Japan Japan have an appetite for a more long, drawn-out match. Like, Like a long, like... You know, Kenny Omega versus yeah. Okada match, which is one main well, match. It well, might be a little bit too much for the American, the average American wrestling fan. 
Right, right, right. You know, because the buildup is so, you know, they just take their time, which which I love. But, like, yeah. you know, man, people here in the States, it's just like, they like to... Boom, 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 huh? Yeah, man, they'll put the channel on shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought Japanese wrestling used to be just boom, boom, boom. But uh, now it's longer, I think. Well, the, there was a Omega against Will Ospreay January 4th at the Tokyo Dome. They had oh, yeah, 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? No. That's a good. Yeah, that's, Okada, a good that's a nice, nice length of for, length, for their match. Yeah. yeah. And Okada against Jay White was also thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Those are good length. That's a yeah. nice length for the main event. Yeah. Yeah, but the Tokyo Dome show itself was three o'clock to nine o'clock. It's like a six-hour show. Oof. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like going to watch baseball game. Some of the matches, I'm sorry, they don't pay attention. Go to concession stand and buy another hot dog. Yeah, and come back and sit. Through. I'm gonna watch this closely. Something like that. Go to the st- we call it the popcorn match here. <laughs> popcorn popcorn match. match. You call it that? Yeah, the popcorn no, match is the, yeah. the popcorn match is usually like fifth match, which is like after right after intermission. Crowd's yeah, always yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably we call this a toilet time. Oh yeah. <laughs> time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I noticed a lot of people going to buy merchandise because the the merchandise lines get so long at those shows. So they yeah, just they have a guy yeah. like in Japan, like they they call Mister Pot or Mister Toilet Time. Man. Like, do you remember they had Momota Junior was Mister Six Thirty? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's, it's come right up. First match, Six Thirty, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Mister Six Thirty. But with respect, that was yeah, because if it's a toilet time. You don't want to tell them that. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you, you just... don't really want to call, call the guy curtain jerker either. Like, there's <laughs> a no-win situation. Yeah. yeah audience choose their own, you know. Yeah. Toilet timers. Yeah, Toilet yeah. Time. But it was okay. So, all together, you know, you had about 20, 15, 20 tours with Japan. Because you came back with wrestle, the, the WWE Mania tour, too. 94, right? Remember? Yeah, 94, yeah. And yeah, oh, remember yeah. we spent a lot of time together. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was on that uh, tour. interesting. Yeah, because WWE's. You got to spend attempt. time with. Sorry, sorry. I sorry I keep talking over you. There's a little bit of a. And that's fine. I mean, go we're ahead. talking to each other 10,000 miles apart. There's a slight uh, delay. It's all good. Um, yeah. But you got to see Bret Hart, like, becoming, like, the, like, you know, like, being a, a real, like, world champion. He liked to. He really liked to carry himself as a as a world champion, you know. Like, uh, he, that came out over there. Like, he had great matches yeah, with I think people. So. There. I think so. And there was a four match in tour. That just he had a single match against Yokozuna, single yeah. match against uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, single match against. Did he have Tenru? Uh, he didn't have Tenru that time. No, Rand- Randy had Tenru. Rain, yeah. right, right. That was another match. Tokyo Dome show. Yeah, another right. Tokyo Dome show. But Bret Hart, Bret Hart some kind of a tag team. Randy, Randy worked with Tenru on that tour too. I think it was at the Green Dome in Osaka or in oh, okay. uh, Sapporo. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So it was the, the perfect tour for Bret Hart to be world champion, world champion. All four, yeah. you know, match, all four shows, four different opponents, all single match, title match. Yeah. This is good. And yeah. every every match had a different finish, which is good. 
Man, you know who played? killed it? You know who was really hard to follow? Like, I'm glad I didn't have to follow them. Was was uh, uh, Medusa and, and Bull. Bull Nakano. Nakano. Oh, okay. oh, they killed yeah. it every night. Yeah. Yeah. Medusa got color and she got, they got mad at her, but she tried to say it was hard way. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hit Okay. Ball hit her with the nunchucks, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because the juice was no, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, what were those tours like compared? To, uh, we were talking about it earlier when you said the Mexican guys would come over and they would lay it in a little harder and they would just wrestle a little bit different. When you guys, when talking about WWF, when you did the Japanese tour or European tour, how was it? Was it much different than doing the house show in the States? Was there a different The approach? people were hotter. Yeah? Yeah. Because they don't see you as much. Uh, it's more, you know, special. It was just a different, they were just, it, it was, they weren't as overexposed to the product. Like, because we, in, in the States, we go to these towns like once a month or once every, you know, quarter. Right. And, you know, they get jaded and they get like used to everything and it's harder to impress people you know when you're there all the time and so like when we go to europe man like there was no popcorn match in europe man you could go on after intermission and the people are still hot um <clears throat> japan that <clears throat> in the wwf japan tour that i was on <clears throat> the people still felt like they wanted to see what they saw on tv but they still reacted to like I still worked the Japanese style there when I went there. Like I worked, um, you know how I knew that they reacted to false finishes and mm. different things. And there was just a little bit different way to work in Japan and not, you know, not everyone knew how to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We were just yeah. talking about this recently. Cause we were talking about Hakushi. So I, I went on the YouTube and they have some of the stuff on YouTube. So you and Fatu had a great match. As yeah, you would it? never see it. Yeah, it's, it was like the first match on the show, and it was totally different I, from what you would see back then. I slipped something... one over on him with like a uh, not a victory roll, but like a uh, yeah. Not, I was going to say victory roll too, like a head. No, it was a victory roll. Yeah, it was a victory roll. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of long match too. It was uh, something you would never see on TV back then. I kicked out everything. He <laughs> <laughs> beat the crab out of me. I kept kicking out, and I slipped yeah, one over like like a monster too. It yeah. was a real like monster versus you know David uh-huh. and Goliath kind of match. But it, when I see these, I go, man, I, I don't remember WWF being like that when I was watching back then. It was just different. It was just different. So I'm assuming there was just different expectations from the crowd. And then wasn't oh, the fixed match only yet. in Japan. Yeah. Only yeah. in Japan, honestly. Everywhere else, we just worked the same. Mm. Right. Mm. And pretty much the lineup's the same too for like whole the entire month, right? Yeah. Much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four, four shows that the Yokohama, the Hiroshima, the Osaka, the Sapporo. Four shows. All the magazines and the Tokyo Sports <laughs> following it. So you almost had to have different matchups every night. Yeah. Th- there were like. Matches. Yeah, and I remember my old Yokohama was the first night, yeah. and um, I was working with Rick Martel, who was like AWA World Champion, right? Right, like before, just a couple years earlier. Yeah, yeah, and um, so they gave me the finish, like it was some kind of screw job finish where, like, oh, he puts his foot on the ropes, or like, I'm like, come on, man, this is Rick Martel, we're in Japan. <laughs> they don't go for that crap here. He was so just I there just had right him, before. I had him get me in the Boston Crab. I got to the ropes the 
once and then he got into me again and I went for the ropes and almost got there and he pulled me back in the middle and, and then you I tapped out. out. Right. Yeah, oh. and it worked convincing. great. Really yeah. Convincing. Yeah. yeah. No screw job. No way. Right. Wasn't gonna do it there, man. Right, right. But it still leaves Rick Martel with some edge, you know, for I for just wasn't character. gonna be the guy that got beat by a screw job finish in Japan, man. Yeah. Like it you just don't do that there. Right, it's almost right, like he didn't right. win. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. that tour, the lineup, the, the, the guys who were on the tour was, you know, the really strong. Bret yeah. Hart, Undertaker, the Macho Man, Owen. Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Bob Backlund, Bam Bam Bigelow, Smoking Guns, the Someone SWAT team. The, it's great line. Uh, doink. The, it was a strong, <laughs> yeah. you know, package. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everybody but Hulk Hogan almost. Yeah. So you were oh, really yeah. strong, yeah. But I guess that the Japanese audience wasn't completely ready for the products yet, you know. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, if you go by the crowd, it's like, yeah, I would have to say that was the case. I could, I mean, the buildings were like half full. I mean, it, they weren't embarrassing crowds, but they weren't like hot. Yeah, 15, man, 18, we like, we didn't just sell out, you know. I mean, usually when we went overseas, we sold the places out. Yeah, I understand that. Understand that, yeah. The only and place also, I remember not selling out was um, when we went to Italy. That's yeah. not that great, no. Right, right. Yeah, but that was during the time, like when you talked about, you know, a little while ago, that uh, you had you had a lot of overseas tours during the yep. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were in the Singapore and the Philippines and India, India, is Israel, Israel, yeah. Several times, like more than one, like maybe four or five times to Israel, um, Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. So. So it yeah. was like like a Disneyland almost, you know, like a Walt Disney on ice kind of thing almost. Or yeah. like Epcot Center, like here, you know, in Epcot Center, they have like this, it's all the like all the different countries, right? It was like. Uh, it's a small world. Well, not that. It was like they just have these showcases all over, like with different countries and like you go oh. like in Japan, they have like a bunch of people like what native Japanese costumes and, ah. you know, anyways. Yeah. So it was cool. cool, man. I got to see the world for me. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you can't believe it's a 2023. And yeah. It makes sense that uh, now you're right. Finally, finally writing a book. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they could have come like, you know, like I, I, I guess I shouldn't beat myself up and go. Oh, I should have done it sooner because, you know, now I, now must have been the right time, right? Or I said, wouldn't be doing it now. So, <clears throat> yeah, but just uh, having a hard yeah. time, like sometimes, with remembering, like, uh, like sometimes I don't remember certain things till I'm in bed at night, you know. Yeah. So but I need to jot them down on a piece of paper so I can right, tell. Right, right. Now it's coming together, right? But I like I said, it's impossible to have just one book, you know. So let's have this one book first, and it's almost I'm sure it's because you try to cover so much that uh, yeah. you probably wish you would go more details. Yeah, on certain, on certain in yeah. certain areas of parts of my life, you know, maybe afterwards, uh, just zoom in on that particular, yeah, you know, yeah. subject. So Chris Jericho sure. does that. Chris yeah, Jericho does yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna right? say, yeah, because yeah. first book wouldn't do it. So it's like already thinking of a second book because 
that portion you didn't talk about. Yeah. That's important and completely different theme and different issue, you know? So, yeah, yeah you'll probably get that. So, it's like, I'm looking forward to see this very first book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, it's not coming out until I'm happy with it. So, I might. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. It could, yeah. I like. The guy I'm doing it with, I just, like, you know, I even told him, I'm like, I know I'm, we might not be going at the at the pace you'd like to, but, man, like, I want to make sure I, you know, I don't miss uh, I don't miss some important stuff, you know? Right. You communicate with him good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That, does he know wrestling well? Very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because sometimes there's a, everybody has a certain way of understanding wrestling. You know, and everybody's different a little bit, you know. Yeah. So you can't expect him to understand the way you understand. There is no way, you know. And if uh, I'm been, like it's it's ideal because you know, Fumi, if I'm talking to somebody and I have to explain to him every little thing that like that's kind of insider, like you know, it can you know, yeah. it can get frustrating for everyone. Right, so. right, 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 right. Yeah. And also it's it's a little bit different, but the, it I mean you can openly talk about wrestling a lot more than uh, the, the, the used to, you know. Yeah. You know, and uh, my wife's an can... author too. My wife is the one that's been really encouraging me to, to um, you know, to get this done. You know, yeah, to start yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, of course. Because like all the stories I tell her, Boomy, you know, like I'll like some will pop into my head and I'll tell her, and she go, you know, keep telling me you got to. You know, get your yeah, book done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And She's also, a great author, man. It's uh, inspiring for some people, you know? Yeah. It could be embarrassing to you on, on your part, but it's a, that can inspire some people. So, I mean, let's be real, man. Come on. Like, it's pretty hard to embarrass me at this point. I've already pretty, <laughs> okay. been, pretty much been open about, like, you know, everything. A lot of things, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm good with it. You know, yeah. I'm not yeah. proud of a lot of the stuff, but like, it's okay. It's important. It's part of my story, even the bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's why I'm a. I'm proud of the person I am today. I'm a better person for me. Like I because wasn't a bad person all those years ago, but I'm a way better person now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. No, you you've always been a really good person. I had a few few years there where I think, like, you know, I kind of might have been, you know, less than great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think okay. we all I think have. my heart was always good. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, time, yeah, time, yeah, I don't it's... like the person I was for a while, for me. Right, right, right. It's okay, but it's that was then, this is now, and uh, yeah. you're ready to tell the story to the world. And you got to share this. You got to share this. With war. I'm looking forward to it. Ah, oh, yeah. Huh. It's like, I wish uh, was, uh, I had, we had more time and uh, the COVID shit, you know, and all this, but I'm going to come and visit you. Are you, you know? coming for me, please? Uh, yeah. We got of plenty of room, man. Plenty of okay. room. Yeah, I'm going to come and visit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I miss you very much. We have, very much. we have as much time as you want, by the way. Like, I'm, I'm always happy to. Yeah, chat. Be able to yeah. talk to you, man. It yeah, feels yeah. like hey, hanging out with my friend, you know. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that was great. Someday, I, I, in your book or or 
from you. I want to hear more about your time in Mexico because I know you spent time there. But oh I, yeah, I don't know we'll much. get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. It's all good. There's a lot of stuff that you know we talked about a lot of stuff today, but get the book, everyone. You know, there were some tough times. You know, like real dark stuff happened in Mexico, uh, but. I also like absolutely loved it there too, man. You know, um, it's just it was a magical place to be. It's it's in the comp. Like I loved I loved the guys. Like I loved all the people that I worked with down there. Man, I had some issues with, you know, uh, the boss, you know, um, but like overall, I loved it, man. I had a great time down there. Yeah. Miss those guys down there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And that for be you know the universal being in universal with all those guys made it so much easier for me when I went down there. Really. You know, because I knew like half those guys I I wrestled their fathers. You know. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah, That's like Psycho Clown, all those guys. I wrestled all. I mean, so many of those guys. You know their dads. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. interesting. Interesting. That's uh, how it is. There. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that so more. So many, yeah. so many wrestling families down there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. All right, all right. Well, if we want to, we can wrap up for today, Sean. Is there anything you want to plug or or, or uh, let people know about that you're doing or working on lately these days? No, no, man. I'm just joy being a grandfather and being like married to an amazing lady, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, life is Life's great. Good. Life is good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so great. Oh, oh, so good to know that. Yeah. And people yeah. can watch you on Raw this week, right? It was the uh, the thirtieth last uh, week or last week, excuse me. Last yeah. Week, yeah. I'm I'm all bobbled up. Yeah. yeah last yeah. week. No, Raw. no, I watched it the day after. You know, on YouTube without mm-hmm. cutting commercial and stuff. Yeah. Mm. So. That's enough for a while, right? Like we've been on for like twice in the past three months or something. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, we can. We can hold off on DX click reunions for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, are you going to be around uh, WrestleMania weekend? Like uh, Los Angeles? Oh, sure yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got cool. some things, things I'm doing you, here. You, and you are not retired. You, uh, you Once you're a wrestler, you always will be professional wrestler. Yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't ruled out doing it, doing it again, but... Last year, man, I you know ended up having to get surgery to fix my bicep, and so I want to make sure it's really special occasion if I do it again. Yeah, and I want to make sure I take the time to prepare and be in shape. Like people wanted me like be in the Royal Rumble, like hey, no way. Like I've been sitting around eating a lot of food and just enjoying my life, and like don't really want to like you know. Don't look that great without my. I don't look bad, but you know, dude, when you're gonna come back like that, you need to look. You need to dial it in. Look good. Your edge so. is setting the standard a little. Like too. edge, yeah. <laughs> or like, I, like I looked pretty good last year when I came back. Um, but yeah, yeah. But then, I'm not retired for me. But I, I come that. on the show. I like not in a hurry. Not in a hurry to do it again. Now, I'm right. not saying I ever will, but like. You know, um, I haven't ruled anything out. Right, right. Cool. Life all is right. good. Life's well, great. all right. Let's let, let's wrap then. So, if people want to contact you, Sean and Fumi, Sean, where can we find you on the internet? Where's the best you way? Can't. Oh, I heard you were doing a detox. 
social media sucks. <laughs> no, I just don't like I I don't know, man. Like I I No, I hear that, man. I, I I no, just like to chill at home and spend time with my dog. Okay. And, That's yeah, like I'm not bad, in a hurry to, for anybody to get a hold of me. Okay, so Ixnay, don't don't get a hold of us. He's, he's got stuff going on. Friend. Unless you're, you're friend. my friend, and if you're my friend, you already know how to get a hold of me. Yeah, so just wait for the book. Uh, yeah. Fumi, where can we reach you on the internet? Uh, on Twitter, Twitter Fumihikodayo, F-U-M-I-H-I-K-O. D-A-Y-O, Fumihiko Dayo on Twitter or just Fumi Saito on Facebook. Please message me first. And Actually, you, like, I'll give you my Twitter at The Real oh. X-Park. At The Real, at Real X-Park. X-Park on Instagram. It's just, yeah, I'm not good at returning messages. But if you want to see what he's up to, you can check that <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, please. Yeah. It's not that I don't care. I love everybody. I just, <laughs> I don't have the I, bandwidth anymore. No, I hear that. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Justin M. Nipper, K-N-I-P-P-E-R. That's it. So until next time, Fumi, I'm going to take it away. Thanks, Sham. Um, it was great. It was really great that you came on. And, uh, well, other than that, let's let's chat on not podcast, but I'll call you, okay? Okay. I love you, Fumi. All right. So long from Tokyo. Bye. Thanks, Sean. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.